Hello and welcome to Carbon Removal Newsroom. I'm Ross Kenyon. I'm the lead strategist at the Nori Carbon Removal Marketplace. Today I have with me Dr. Suchi Talati, Senior Policy Advisor at Carbon 180. Hi, Suchi. Hi, Ross. Thanks for being here. It is your first time on. You're joining the illustrious ranks of your Carbon 180 peers. So thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure. I invited you on because I read your Medium post, which was an excellent summary of what is happening with the Clean Economy Jobs and Innovation Act. Yeah, it's a really big deal. Um, you know, we haven't really had a lot of funding for carbon removal in the past. And so the fact that this bill is offering, you know, dedicated funds of over a billion dollars to carbon removal alone over the next five years is just really unprecedented. And I understand that it, it just passed the House and there is a parallel Senate version uh, being worked on right now, too. Yeah, so the, there is a Senate version. Um, the bill language is not the same, um, but I'm hopeful that the Senate bill will be brought to the floor and voted upon positively. And if that happens, um, the House and Senate will go to conference to resolve the differences between the two. Mm -hmm. And then you told me ahead of time that Trump has explicitly said that he would veto something like this were to come to his desk? That's what he said. I mean, that could change as we know with this administration. Um, so I hope it does, um, but I am a bit worried. Hmm. Okay, so we're gonna ignore that part of it for now. And let's just dig into what is actually inside of here that gets you excited. Yeah, um, so Let's talk about the carbon removal section in the bill. Um, so there are a few different parts. Um, there's an air capture prize, which offers some, offers some prize money for kind of early R&D around direct air capture. Um, and really interestingly, there's also a commercial direct air capture prize. And so this particular program offers funds um, per ton removed. And so it offers $180 per ton. And so if you know about 45Q, um, that is a tax credit that offers $50 a ton um, for carbon for direct air capture um, if it's going to storage. But this offers $180 per ton going to saline storage, and that's just really great incentive um, to really spur geologic storage at scale. Um, there's another portion of the bill that um, creates uh, direct air capture test centers to help advance um, research, uh, development, deployment, and demonstration. And so that would um, be housed at different higher education institutions. Um, and these would help develop, um, you know, front end engineering design and also offer kind of public records of performance um, and be these kinds of hubs for research, which is really exciting. Um, I also wanna talk about a couple other provisions in the bill that aren't directly related to carbon removal, but are incredibly important. So another section is dedicated to carbon storage. And so this uh, part of the bill um, actually dedicates $3 billion to helping our D&D for storage over the next five years. And so that would, you know, create opportunities for funding to help monitoring and verification for storage, which we really need for storage at scale. Um, we also need modeling to help, you know, predict and verify, you know, carbon dioxide containment. It would also offer funds to help um, research around environmental and safety impacts of storage and also help support a regulatory framework. You know, we know how difficult class six well permits are right now to obtain. And so figuring out how that should look, what should we, what we, sh what we need to change um, and how we need to, you know, 
create new structures for this rapidly changing space. Um, and finally, there's a carbon utilization section. And so this particular section offers $150 million for carbon utilization over the next five years. Um, and also um, ask the National Academies to look into the technical, technical feasibility of different types of carbon utilization, um, look into a national pipeline and storage infrastructure and what that would look like, um, and also create a research agenda for carbon utilization, which I think given how nascent this field is and how um, kind of hard it is to get funding in the space, I think would be really helpful. How would you rate this in terms of how big it is relative to other things that have affected carbon removal, at least on the legislative side? I would say it's huge. You know, if this were to pass and, you know, if this were, you know, actually to be realized, this would be kind of the biggest thing to happen in the carbon removal space um, on the policy side. Um, we really haven't seen this kind of dedicated policy focus on carbon removal and and I hope, I really hope that this kind of um, funding and oversight and transparency and um, regulatory framework really starts becoming a big focus of the policy community. Why do uh, congressmen and women, why are they so, I don't know, surprisingly supportive of carbon removal? I mean, the House passed it. Um, I guess that's a strange way to phrase it. It's just we were talking before the show started about how much the space has changed even over the course of a few years and now you have support in Congress. Uh, it's it's shocking to me uh, and it's exciting. I guess, what is happening over there? Is it just people like Carbon 180 spreading the word or are there staffers in various congressional offices pushing this? How is it happening? Yeah, I think, you know, um... Congressional education is definitely really important, starting to learn about this space. I think we've seen a lot of industry movement over the last few years with demonstration plants um, in the United States and in Europe. Um, I think also kind of really big reports like the IPCC and the National Academies talking about the need for carbon removal to meet net zero goals and to you know keep temperatures under 1.5 and how important you know, a comprehensive research agenda is, has also been really critical in getting people on board to creating really expansive policy in this space. Um, you know, it does create really interesting coalitions. And I think that's because carbon removal offers the opportunity to create a lot of jobs. Um, it, it also, at the same time, is an opportunity to, you know, really create, um, you know, new, new ways and pathways to, you know, get to net zero. And so I think those kinds of coalitions are going to be really important moving forward. Um, I think it is challenging, um, you know, with the fossil fuel industry and, you know, environmental groups. And I think figuring out how um, moving forward the fossil fuel and oil and gas industry is going to play a role in this space. Um, and so I think that will be something to keep an eye on moving forward. Do you think that they see an opportunity here with the carbon removal space? We tend to be a bit optimistic about their existing participation and also future participation, though um, we know that others do not see it the same way and see that potentially as more of a threat. Where do you sit on that? I think it's really difficult because I do think they see it as an opportunity and, you know, right now we do need to have a lot more funding in this space. 
But, you know, I think that's why we need more public funding. Um, I think, you know, having government funding um, and creating measures where we have, you know, more transparency and oversight um, as we grow this space is really critical. Um, and I think, you know, having fossil fuel um, industry help is important. And I think, you know, I acknowledge that we definitely need that kind of expertise, but my hope is that we can move to a more government-focused program. Um, do you have a sense of the timeline? Basically, the bill needs to get floor time, and so they can actually vote on it. Um, so I'm hopeful that that's going to happen soon. Um, and once that happens, you know, these bills will go to conference for the House and Senate to resolve those differences. Um, how long that could take, I'm not sure. And obviously, the election is going to play a really big role in how these timelines might move. And so I'm, I'm hesitant to kind of give any sort of exact numbers because everything is just very volatile. Got it, that makes sense. Well, is there anything else happening um, in the world of policy with regard to carbon removal that our audience should be aware of right now? Um, I think those are kind of the main things right now. Um, you know, we did see the CREATE Act introduced in the Senate, which was a really exciting bill um, around carbon removal and kind of creating structures in the executive branch to work in this space. Um, so I'm excited to see, you know, a House version of that bill um, get introduced and hopefully that's something that, you know, we can work on this Congress and next. So um, definitely keep an eye out for that. Okay, great. Well, in the show notes, there is the piece you wrote on Medium, summing up the Clean Economy Jobs and Innovation Act. I found it very helpful. Um, of course, the Carbon 180 newsletter is a frequent source of quality information about carbon removal policy. You're on Twitter, too? I am on Twitter, yes. Yes, I will link to you there. Um, Suchi, thanks for being on the show. Thanks so much for having me. Um, and I hope this bill gets passed on the Senate side. Yeah, I'm curious to see. Uh, the, the scale of this thing certainly seems at least an order of magnitude bigger than uh, previous attempts. So I, would, I think it would certainly be a big deal for the industry uh, were it to pass. Definitely. Cool. Well, thanks so much for listening. If you like the show, if you could please do me a small favor and write us a review and give us a five-star rating on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, same thing. But if you just open up your iPhone, open up the podcast app and write that for us, it makes a big difference in helping to get this content out to more people. You're listening to the show. You care about carbon removal. We want other people to know about what's happening in carbon removal. So please do what you can for that. And thanks so much for listening.